Don't forget to support our show by subscribing. Thanks. Have a great day. I'd like you all to take some few seconds to give us a five-star rating. Thanks. On July 4th, 2023, residents of Las Vegas were met with a spectacular, if bizarre, sight. A 366 feet tall, 516 feet wide sphere equipped with 164,000 speakers, the largest LED screen in the world, and an exterior constructed from 580,000 square feet of LED panels. When first revealed to the world, it was certainly a sight to behold. If that wasn't enough to impress you, it also cost $2.3 billion to build. B -b -b billion with a B. But its price tag might be the least impressive thing about this veritable wonder of the world. As Vegas citizens, tourists, and online commenters who stumble onto a video of the Sphere's LED panels being tested took in the incredible new structure, they responded with awe, curiosity, and confusion. Since its first elaborate display on the 4th of July, which included fireworks and a patriotic image of the American flag, the Sphere has really been showing off in an attempt to impress its new neighbors. It's been a castle, the moon, a festive, if a little early, jack-o'-lantern, the planet Earth, and a giant eyeball that was honestly extremely terrifying. But in addition to all of those things, the Sphere is an absolute marvel of mathematics and construction that pushed the limits of engineering. Let's start at the very beginning. Plans for the Sphere, then referred to as the Madison Square Garden or MSG Sphere, were announced in February of 2018. It was intended to be a partnership between the Madison Square Garden Company and the Las Vegas Sands Corporation. Why the Madison Square Garden decided to expand into the realm of spheres is beyond us, but hey, maybe they wanted to become more well-rounded. Las Vegas Sands contributed an 18-acre area for the project, located just off the Las Vegas Strip and to the east of the Venetian Resort. The sphere was designed by Populous, a company specializing in arenas, stadiums, and convention centers, as well as the planning of large special events. They are primarily known for the construction of new baseball parks during the 90s, including Oriole Park in Baltimore, but over the years they've expanded their offerings, and by the time their plans for the sphere were announced, they'd become extremely ambitious. On September 27, 2018, an official groundbreaking ceremony was held with around 300 people in attendance, including the governor of Nevada. ACOM, a consulting firm, began working on the site in February of 2019, and by March 2019, excavation had begun. Workers removed approximately 110,000 cubic yards of dirt and caliche, or hardened calcium carbonate. Then the site was ready for construction. A crew of 400 construction workers began working on the basement of the sphere in July of 2019, and by October of that same year, the 80,000-square-foot basement was complete, as well as the first ground level. By December, the sphere had reached a height of 65 feet, following the completion of the fourth level. In February 2020, an enormous crane arrived on the scene, capable of standing up to 580 feet and ready to lift extremely heavy construction materials. The crane traveled across the ocean in pieces all the way from Belgium before it was transported to Vegas using 120 tractor trailers. Then a separate crane was used to assemble this enormous beast of a crane over the course of 18 days. By March of 2020, the construction process worked its way up to the widest part of the sphere on the sixth level at a height of 108 feet. The sphere was initially scheduled to open in 2021, but something happened that shut down construction. Ah, what was it again? Oh yeah, the global pandemic. On March 31, 2020, MSG suspended construction due to the COVID-19 pandemic, which also disrupted the supply chain and slowed construction even further. In August 2020, however, the sphere came rolling back into action as construction resumed. 
The opening now pushed back to 2023. Over the next 15 months, construction workers filled in the concrete and the steel erection. Then came the most difficult part of the structure, the 13,000-ton steel-domed roof. When the roof was finished in October of 2021, the construction crew began installing a 730-ton steel interior frame to support the LED screens and the audio system. Once that was finished, they had to top the whole thing off with the exosphere and the exterior LED panels that would eventually be responsible for all of Las Vegas having a staring contest with a giant eyeball. On July 4, 2023, the world finally got to see the sphere in action. The sphere isn't just visually impressive, though it certainly is a sight to behold. It was also the product of some awe-inspiring engineering. Let's break down exactly how the sphere was designed. The engineers and architects who created the sphere employed the finite element method, a method of approximation that allows a complex space to be broken down into a number of smaller, simpler pieces, simplifying the math involved in the process. It's based on Newton's laws of motion, the laws of conservation of mass and energy, equilibrium, and the laws of thermodynamics. By using this method and turning math equations into computer models, the engineers were able to test the strength and efficacy of critical structural elements of the design in a virtual setting before attempting to physically construct them. This ensured that in spite of the complexity and the scale of the design, the structure wouldn't collapse once it was assembled. One obvious element that the sphere is most known for is its spherical shape. This was achieved through the application of geodesic math. Essentially, they used hundreds of interlocking triangles to construct the rounded exosphere, creating the 360-degree shape. Other mathematical principles such as the law of signs used to calculate architectural angles through the structure were employed throughout the process. The process of constructing the sphere was not easy. From the architectural and engineering difficulties it posed to the COVID-19 interruptions to changes in ownership. The cost continued to rise throughout the process of construction too. Originally, it was intended to cost $1.2 billion, then $1.7 billion, before eventually landing at the eye-popping price tag of $2.3 billion. Then, in May of 2023, a production review revealed that nearly 4% of the venue's 17,500 seats had parts of their sight lines obstructed by the overhang inside. This was after hundreds of tickets had already been sold for the planned headline appearance of the band U2. The Sphere contacted anyone who purchased tickets that would be impacted by the obstructed view and offered refunds. However, many fans were frustrated with this development, feeling shafted by the Sphere's leadership. This was far from the only controversy connected to the Sphere. James Dolan, CEO of Madison Square Garden, has been the subject of several scandals, including a previous friendship with Harvey Weinstein. It's difficult to separate Dolan from the Sphere as it was his vision in the first place. He first conceived of it back in 2015, imagining a spherical attraction that would light up the Vegas Strip. Ever since, he's been active in its development. So, his scandals are in many ways tied to the sphere. One of the most egregious is his use of facial recognition technology to retaliate against his perceived enemies. In February of 2023, he came under fire for using AI software-based facial recognition to identify attorneys involved in litigation cases against the Madison Square Garden Company and then kicking them out of events at its venues, effectively banning them altogether. A founding partner at one of the involved law firms received a letter in the mail 14 days after the firm filed a complaint against MSG, stating that all attorneys at the firm would be banned from all venues owned and operated by MSG, including Radio City Music Hall and the Beacon Theater. This rule would also presumably extend to the sphere. 
all of the lawyers at the firm, nearly 60 people, were banned, whether they were involved in litigation or not. Next, Madison Square Garden took the thumbnail photographs from the firm's website and then ran them through their AI-powered facial recognition system, guaranteeing they would never be able to enter any of MSG venues without being detected. Dolan also found himself in hot water with the New York State Liquor Authority, who threatened to take away his liquor license due to this facial recognition-based system of barring potential customers. A condition of his license requires his venue to be open to the public, which these facial recognition policies potentially violate. The behavior of James Dolan aside, the sphere itself drew some ire from Las Vegas residents before it was even fully constructed. When MSG first started testing out the lighting display, residents were dismayed at the influx of light pollution. It's almost like building a sun on the earth, one man said, able to see the bright lights at the top of the dome from his home two miles away. And the issues continued after the sphere was finished. After the sphere's first display on July 4th, it became clear it was going to significantly alter the way that traffic behaved in the surrounding area. Aaron Breen, director of the Road Equity Alliance project at UNLV, advised drivers and pedestrians to be careful in the vicinity of the sphere, warning people to expect drivers to suddenly stop to get a better look and to expect pedestrians to unexpectedly run across the street to get closer to the action. So far, there hasn't been a noticeable increase in car accidents in the area, just traffic stoppages and jaywalking, but its larger impact remains to be seen. In spite of all the setbacks, the Sphere is pushing forward, and its stock has risen 31% since it was introduced. So what's inside the thing anyway? First, there is that famous LED screen, a staggering 160,000 square feet that curves over the audience like a planetarium. Then there's the sound system with a total of 164,000 speakers pumping the space and all of its thousands of seats full of sound. The Sphere's website states that its stereographic projection is used to achieve true immersion, using it to capture imagery that fits into the curved LED screen and mirrors the way that the human eye takes in images of the environment. They also employed the equation for visual acuity used to calculate the smallest dot the eye can see at a certain distance. Incidentally, this is used to calculate the prescription for eyeglasses. When creating the sphere, it was used to calculate the number of pixels needed to display images in ultra-high resolution on such a massive screen. The team behind the sphere used lens projection formulas and the math of spherical trigonometry to determine how to map the images shown on the curved display screen, allowing them to be broadcast without visual warping. They took a scientific approach to the sound inside as well, using the Kirchhoff Integral Theorem and likely also the Hemholtz equation to direct sound waves, beaming sound directly to certain locations within the sphere at all the same time. If this works as promised, audience members sitting in one section will be able to hear completely different audio from the audience members on the other side of the seating area, all without hearing each other's audio tracks. It's not just about the sound and sight in the sphere either. Audiences have been promised a truly immersive experience that they can actually feel. The sphere promises 4D effects, including air and wind effects that will blow onto the guests, bursts of scented air to simulate the smells associated with what is on screen, and infrasound that emanates from the seats. Infrasound refers to the sound that doesn't register as sound you can hear, but instead produces a feeling. All of these elements combine with the visuals and the sound to truly envelop the audience in what markets itself as the entertainment of the future. They don't elaborate on what the nature of the smells are, which is just a little nerve-wracking, but still, very cool technology. We hope the smell-o-vision is used for baking shows and not, say, a documentary about barnyard animals. Speaking of which, what kind of entertainment can audiences expect to find at the Sphere?
The official website promises an experience where audiences can interact with five identical humanoid robots who will explain the relationship between technology and human potential. This will include holograms, beam-forming sound displays, avatar captures, and a 50-foot-high holographic-like image. Some of that language is admittedly a little vague, but it sounds intriguing. The Sphere has some famous collaborators, too. There is the aforementioned U2 residency. The band will be performing live in the Sphere, accompanied by its visuals. No word on whether or not the 4D smell technology will play a part in that particular show. Darren Aronofsky, the Academy Award-nominated filmmaker, has also teamed up with the Sphere to create an immersive show entitled Postcard from Earth. It's all very one-of-a-kind. Or is it? Pretty soon, the Sphere might have a twin on the other side of the pond, at least if Populous gets their way. In 2018, Populous also proposed the construction of a Sphere in Stratford, near Westfield Stratford City and the Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park. After a rocky start, including a demand from the residents for greater transparency from the London Legacy Development Corporation, the project received planning approval from the LLDC on March 22, 2022. Populous and, we assume, fans of giant spheres everywhere were pleased with the news. However, many Londoners had some concerns. The Anschutz Entertainment Group was concerned about the sphere adding congestion to an already busy area, given the presence of the London Stadium, the Copper Box Arena, and the O2 Arena. Other critics cited the lack of affordable housing in the London borough of Newham, remarking that nearly 1,400 homes could be built in the place of one sphere. At the time of these particular critiques, the borough had 25,079 households on a waiting list for housing. It should also be noted that in 2019, when these critiques were being raised, neither MSG nor Populous would confirm or deny any involvement in the Sphere's project proposal, though The Guardian saw the MSG logo on the blueprints. A bit of an unusual choice when you're trying to get the population of a city to let you build a big giant orb, but who can say exactly what was motivating them at that particular time? One additional point raised by those who were staunchly anti-Sphere were the scrapped plans for a snow dome back in 2016, a planned ski center that was cancelled in 2016. Still, the London Sphere persevered. Then, in February 2023, Michael Gove, the Secretary of State for Leveling Up Housing and Communities of the United Kingdom, slammed on the brakes and stopped the Sphere in its tracks. He issued an Article 31 holding directive to temporarily pause the planning progress on the venue and prevent the Mayor of London from signing off on any proposals surrounding it. This came in the aftermath of the LLDC approving the use of advertisements on the venue's exterior screens, and amidst worry about noise and light pollution caused by the proposed structure. In spite of all these obstacles and setbacks, MSG maintains that progress for the London Sphere is on track. But now, it's uncertain whether the world will end up with two enormous multi-billion dollar spheres, or just one. Whatever your opinion on the sphere might be, whether you think it's a tacky addition to the world of Las Vegas tourist traps, or you think it's a brilliant work of architecture, there is one thing we can all agree on, there's nothing else like it in the world. Now go check the time where US engineering failed, with Apollo 13 space mission disaster hour by hour, or click this other video instead.